0: This is Mrs. Gorin reading Properties of Water, Lesson 2.2 in your book, starting on page 47. Looking back at our planet, an astronaut in space once said that if other human beings had seen the Earth, they must surely, that if other beings have seen the Earth, they must surely call it the blue planet. He referred, of course, to the oceans of water that cover nearly three-fourths of the Earth's surface. The very presence of liquid water tells a scientist that life may be present on such a planet. Why should life itself be connected so strongly to something so ordinary that we often take for granted? The answer is that there is something very special about water and the role that it plays in living things. The water molecule Water is one of the few compounds found in a liquid state over most of the Earth's surface. Water, H2O, looks like an ordinary molecule. However, there is more to the story. Polarity. With eight protons, Earth's oxygen nucleus attracts electrons more strongly than the single protons of water's two hydrogen nuclei. As a result, water's shared electrons are more likely to be found near the oxygen nucleus. So water has a partial negative charge on one end and a partial positive charge on the other. A molecule in which the charges are unevenly distributed is said to be polar because the molecule is a bit like a magnet with two poles. Because of their partial charges, polar molecules such as water can attract each other. The attraction between a hydrogen atom with a partial positive charge and another atom with a partial negative charge is known as a hydrogen bond. And this is shown in figure 2-8. Special properties of water. Hydrogen bonds are not as strong as covalent or ionic bonds, but they give one of life's most important molecules, many of its unique characteristics. Because water is a polar molecule, it is able to form multiple hydrogen bonds, which account for many of water's special properties. I'm gonna read that again. Because water is a polar molecule, it is able to form multiple hydrogen bonds, which account for many of water's special properties. These include the fact that water expands slightly upon freezing, making ice less dense than liquid water. Hydrogen bonding also explains water's ability to dissolve so many other substances, an essential, a property that's essential in living cells. Cohesion. The attraction between molecules of the same substance is called cohesion. Cohesion. Because a single water molecule may be involved in as many as four hydrogen bonds at the same time, water is extremely cohesive. Cohesion causes water molecules to be drawn together, which is why drops of water form beads on smooth surface, on a smooth surface. Cohesion also produces surface tension, explaining why some insects and spiders can walk on a pond's surface. There are some nice pictures that explain these properties on page 48. Adhesion. The attraction between molecules of different substances is called adhesion. Have you ever been asked to read the volume in a graduated cylinder at eye level? If so, you have noticed that the surface of the water in the graduated cylinder dips slightly in the center. This is because the adhesion between water molecules and glass molecules is stronger than the cohesion between water molecules. Adhesion between water and glass also causes water to rise in a narrow tube against the force of gravity. This effect is called capillary action. Capillary action is one of the forces that draws water out of the roots of a plant and up into its stems and leaves. Cohesion holds the column of water together as it rises. Heat capacity. Because of of hydrogen bonding, water's heat capacity is relatively high. A substance's heat capacity is the amount of energy needed to raise its temperature by making its molecules move faster. This allows bodies of water, such as oceans and lakes, to absorb large amounts of heat with only small changes in temperature. The organisms living in the water are thus protected from drastic changes in temperature. Water and living things. Living things are composed mostly of water. Water accounts for approximately 60% of the mass of the human body. As a result, the chemical reactions that take place within living things do so in a water environment. Nearly everything that cells do, from growth and development to movement, takes place by means of chemical reactions in a water environment. That's why all living things, even those found in the driest places on earth, depend upon a source of water. So something to think about. How are cohesion and adhesion similar? How are they different? Solutions and suspensions. Water is often found as part of a mixture. A mixture is a material composed of two or more elements or compounds that are physically mixed together, but not chemically combined. Earth's atmosphere is a mixture of nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and other gases. Living things are in part composed of mixtures involving water. Two types of mixtures that can be made with water are solutions and suspensions. Solutions. If a crystal of table salt is placed in a glass of warm water, sodium and chloride ions on the surface of the crystal are attracted to the polar water molecules. Ions break away from the crystal and are surrounded by water molecules, as illustrated in Figure 2-9. The ions gradually become dispersed in the water, forming a type of mixture called a solution. All the components of the solution are evenly distributed throughout the solution. In a saltwater solution, table salt is the solute, the substance that is dissolved. Water is the solvent, the substance in which the solute dissolves. Water's polarity gives it the ability to dissolve both ionic compounds and other polar molecules. That's an important point. I'm gonna read it again. Water's polarity, remember it's slightly negative. On one end, and slightly positive on the other. That's its polarity. Water's polarity gives it the ability to dissolve both ionic compounds and other polar molecules. Water easily dissolves salts, sugars, minerals, gases, and even other solvents such as alcohol. Without exaggeration, water is life's most important solvent, but even water has limits. When a given amount of water has dissolved all of the solute it cans, the solution is said to be saturated. So I want you to think about that. You can keep dissolving, say, salt into warm water for a long time, but after a while, you can't dissolve anymore because that solution is saturated. Suspensions. Some materials do not dissolve when placed in water, but separate into pieces so small, they do not settle out. The movement of water molecules keeps the small particles suspended. Such mixtures of water and non-dissolved material are known as suspensions. Some of the most important biological fluids are both solutions and suspensions. The blood that circulates through your body is mostly water. The water in the blood contains many dissolved compounds, However, blood also contains cells and other undissolved particles that remain in suspension as the blood moves through the body. Here's something to think about. In a cup of tea, what is the solvent? And what is the solute? Acids, bases, and pH. Water molecules sometimes split apart to form ions. This reaction can be summarized by a chemical equation in which double arrows are used to show that the reaction can occur in either direction. So you have water and there's some double arrows, and on the other side are hydrogen ions and hydroxide ions. So that water molecule H2O split apart into H+, Hydrogen ion and OH negative hydroxide ions. How often does this happen? In pure water, about one water molecule in 550 million splits to form ions in this way. Because the number of positive hydrogen ions produced is equal to the number of negative hydroxide ions produced, pure water is electrically neutral. Let's talk about the pH scale. Chemists have have devised a measurement system called the pH scale to indicate the concentration of H plus ions in a solution. As figure 2-10 shows, the pH scale ranges from 0 to 14. At a pH of 7, that's right in the middle, The concentration of H plus ions and OH negative ions is equal. Pure water has a pH of 7. Solutions with a pH below 7 are called acidic because they have more H plus ions than OH negative ions. The lower the pH, the greater the acidity. Solutions with a pH above seven are called basic because they have more OH negative ions than H plus ions. The higher the pH, the more basic the solution. Each step on the pH scale represents a factor of 10. For example, a liter of a solution with a pH of four has 10 times as many H plus ions as a liter of a solution with a pH of five. Acids. Where do all those extra H plus ions in a low pH solution come from? They come from acids. An acid is any compound that releases H plus ions into solution. Acidic solutions contain higher percentages, I'm sorry, higher concentrations of H plus ions than pure water and have pH values below 7. The hydrochloric acid, HCl, produced by the stomach to help digest food is a strong acid with a pH of 1.5 to 3. Bases. A base is a compound that produces hydroxide ions in solution. Basic, or alkaline solutions, contain lower concentrations of H plus ions than pure water and have pH values above 7. Strong bases, such as the lye, commonly NaOH, used in soap making, tend to have pH values ranging from 11 to 14 buffers. The internal pH of most cells in the human body must generally be kept between 6.5 and 7.5, so right in the middle. If the pH is lower or higher, it will affect the chemical reactions that take place within the cells. Thus, controlling pH is important for maintaining homeostasis. One of the ways that organisms control pH is through dissolved compounds called buffers. Buffers are weak acids or bases that can react with strong acids or bases to prevent sharp sudden changes in pH. You can see an example of how buffers work in figure 2-11. Blood, for example, has a normal pH of 7.4. Sudden changes in blood pH are usually prevented by a number of chemical buffers, such as bicarbonate and phosphate ions. Buffers dissolved in life's fluids play an important role in maintaining homeostasis. It's an important point, and I'm going to read it again. Life's fluids might be considered like blood. So, buffers dissolved in life's fluids play an important role in maintaining homeostasis. So here are some questions that maybe you should think about or could think about when reviewing this section. What does it mean when a molecule is said to be polar? Why is water such a good solvent? What is a buffer and why is it useful for cells? Now think about some beverages that are mixtures. How about milk or coffee or something you drank this morning like orange juice. Can you classify these drinks as solutions suspensions, or neither. Can you explain why you made those classifications? That's the end of chapter 2.2. Thank you for listening.